Hi, welcome to the Parsha Shlach edition. The Torah this week is from Yeshua, Perak Beis, where it tells us the story how Yeshua sent two Meraglim to check out Eretz Yisrael. They hid, when they were discovered, they hid in the house of Rachel Azoyna. She hid them in her house and she let them out of the window. And they promised her that her family, who would stay in, who would be in her house at the time they would conquer Yerichai, would be saved. The shaykhs to the parasha is pretty obvious that our parasha deals primarily with the spies that Moshe Rabbeinu sent to Eretz Yisrael. An interesting point, which I haven't seen, um, is why exactly two Meraglim were sent. And in our parasha, we find that two Meraglim uh, were the ones that uh, came back saying a positive report. Does it have a shaykhs with each other? Interesting to note is that in our parsha, the word, the term meraglim, that definition of spies does not appear at all. It does appear in parshas chukas perakavala pasuk lamid um, lamid beis, where it says vayishlach Moshe leragel es yazer, refers to a different city, and in parshas devarim, where it recounts again the par- the the story of the Miraglim, where Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating it to Klai Yisrael, and he says, over there, where he's saying the story, he says, So those are the only times we find the term Miraglim, and then in our Aftar, we find the term is is, uh, how Yeshua sent them, they sent Miraglim. Then it's Siv, notes that Miragel is when you're going to find out about a specific city, find out about it. Then the word Liragel, to investigate, applies. In our parish, however, they were going Lossor to find which place would be the best place to go in, and Lossor is to to choose, like Lysusurach to, um to find or to spy out, to to uh, choose between different possibilities, they're the term Lusser. However, the Chazal, in over 30 places in Talmud Bavli, refer, and perhaps is a, the Mishnah, where it's according to one uh, version of the Mishnah in Sanhedrin, where it discusses who has a chelak and Elam Abba, calls them Eraglam. Interesting point. The... Um, I heard from Amir Salavechik said over Bishem, his father, the Briskarov, I believe, that we find that uh, Rashi in our parasha discusses from Chazal that the fact that they sent Miraglim was not necessarily positive. It didn't show a positive attribute that they wanted to check out Eretz Yisrael. Later in Parashas Chukas, the passage we mentioned earlier, it says how before conquering Yazer, they sent Miraglim. And again, Yeshua sending Miraglim. What, what's the what's the purpose of that? And he explained, based on an idea which is brought in other Svarim, and it's in the sixth parsha brings uh, the basic idea in the beginning of the sixth parsha that originally they they were able to conquer Israel with Erech Ness, and they would not need Miraglim at all. It was because Klal Yisrael fell from the Madrega, or the way that the Nitziv says, because they wanted to. Uh, see how their life would be based on the derachateva, on the natural means when they would go into Eretz Yisrael, they knew that their special existence of the Midbar would be over and 
they were sort of testing the water of how it would be at the time. And in regular warfare, of course, Miraglim spies are a necessary part of warfare. And that's why when Yeshua sent them, they had already, either because of the of the um, story of, of, of Parsha Shlach or, uh, or even without that, they were on the Madrega of, they were no longer on the high Madrega, they were in the Midbar, rather they were on a very natural Madrega and they would have to fight with regular warfare and therefore it was understandable that they would need um, Miraglim when that was a possibility or when they were uh, trying to figure out the proper uh, war strategy. Now, in Araftar, it does not tell us who the, these Miraglim were. It just tells us they were two Miraglim, who Yeshua sent. Rashi, in, not in Pasuk Aleph right away, but um, a few Pesukim in, tells us that they were Kalev and Pinchas. So Kalev, again, was from the original group of Miraglim in our parsha, as well as Pinchas, who was, uh, where we find them, again, in Parshas Balak and Pinchas, and he was a leader, as we find later in Yeshua. There's an alternate measure that's quoted by Yerchaim Kanievsky in a contrast in the back of Time of the Crow called the Mirsayatik, which is to name people, places, and things in Tanakh. He quotes a Medrash Hagadol. Medrash Hagadol is not a straight Medrash. It's rather, it's like a Yalkut from, it's in, uh, a couple hundred years ago, it was, it was uh, compiled by, by um, someone, and many of the original Medrashim that appear in the Medrash Hagadol, we don't know of their source, we don't have them. So Rebbe Kanevsky quotes this Medrash Hagadol, who says, who brings two views. Rabbi Yossi says it was Kalev and Penchas. The Yesh Oymrim, Peretz v'Zarach They were Peretz and Zarach, who were again the children of Yehuda from Tamar. And it quotes a Pasuk in our Torah that says, They told Rachav that the sign for her to put on her house, that when the conquerors come, they shouldn't destroy the people in that house, would be to tie a red string. And that uh, the, this Medrash makes the comparison to the Psukim by Tamar that they placed a red string on on uh, Zorach, right, when the two, when uh, Tamar was giving birth to twins, they used a red string to determine who was the oldest, and and, uh, and the, the words of the of the uh, Medrash HaGadol here are, Zesh and Nidbakti boy b'mei imi, use this, this, uh, this idea, or this type of string, which was, which I was um, checked out with when I was in my mother's womb. Now, uh, Rachel gets saved, and we find a Gemara in Megillah, that tells us that she was Megayer. She converted Minoso Yeshua, and she married Yeshua, again, who is the leader of, of Klai Yisrael, and who's, in whose Sefer our Haftar appears. And the Gemara tells us a little further there that... That actually the same Gemara it says that there were eight Nevi'im v'hem kohanim yotzu merachav azoyna. The Medrash Hagodah that we quoted earlier actually has the version of ten Nevi'im who are kohanim that descended from Yeshua and Rachav Azoyna. Um, so this um, it's it's interesting in the Gemara there was this a schar for her was this uh, 
Was this something which was uh, um, based on just this incident of Aravtar alone, or whether it was it was uh, showing how she merited on her own right? But either way, um, and actually the the Gemara in uh, the famous Gemara, which says Kashagerim Kizapachas, which seems to be um, the Rishayim have discussed the exact meaning of that Gemara, but on the surface it seems to be derogatory to Gerim, and Rabbi Yaakov Emden there takes issue with that shot, and he says that it's actually, um, as some Rishayim learned, that it's actually d- describing the great Milo, the great um, the great attributes of Gerim, and he says the fact one of his rayas are the fact that we find that Yeshua himself, the great leader of Klal Yisrael, married a Giyoris, married Rachel Azayna. We see this um, great Milo of Gerim, and um, just as a side point, this is the only Shabbos of the year where we lane from Sefer Yeshua. There are two times on Yom Tov. One is Simchas Torah, and one is during the Pesach we lane from Yeshua as well. I want to wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Call Tov.